check, check. One, two, check. Mic's on. From the world of education to you, my name is Dr. A. Our show is all about finding your voice by connecting our community through collaboration. All right, welcome back to another edition of Mike's On. This is episode 42, and I got to reach across, uh, well, Manchester, I guess, and into the Baldwin Precinct, but really right around the corner from my office. This is our SRO, Officer Mike Reynolds. Mike, how are you today? I'm doing good, sir. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> you, you're really excited about this. Hey, so I, I did kind of put you right on the spot and say, hey, I need you, and you kind of follow me, and then we walk in here, and you're like, what are we doing? Yeah, but caught off guard. But well, okay. well, you know what? You and I talked just a little bit right before this about how uh, what you have done through your time with Baldwin, but I want to know, um, you know, first of all, when did you start with Baldwin? Uh, November 1st, 1990. So November 1st, 1990. So I actually just said 30 years. 30 years. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. All with the same place? All with the same department. So when you um, graduated high school, it was probably just a little bit before that. Graduated Kirkwood High School in 1985. Yeah. Joined the Navy. I was stationed in Pearl Harbor, Hawaii for four years. Oh, that's rough. Traveled the world. That you were in Hawaii? Oh, yeah. Four years. <laughs> we did a lot of travel and got to see a lot of places. So. Yeah. So uh, how was Hawaii? Beautiful. Yeah. I kind of miss the seasons a little bit. Yeah, because it was just beautiful all the time, yeah. huh? Yeah, a little expensive. Christmas probably didn't make much sense in Hawaii. No, not really. Yeah. Did you do any pig roasts while you were there? Yeah, did a few of those, did a lot of stuff. Because you're a meat guy. You like to... Oh, yeah. Said, like the barbecue yeah. and do things like that, so... And so so you spent a, a couple years in the Navy then? Four years. I got out in 89, joined a police academy, and then became an officer in 1990. Yeah. Spent, so, spent like five and a half years on patrol. Then I uh, got put in a detective bureau for... Yeah. 21, 22 years. Yeah, and so we talked a little bit about that and how much you really enjoyed that. What about being a detective? Just kind of, I mean, you're doing it 21 it was, years. Almost. It was interesting. I did a lot of things. I was a death investigator, arson investigator, did a lie detector test. Mm-hmm. So you uh, had to know how to work the polygraph. Yes. It's similar. It's a computer voice stress analyzer. Okay. It's similar to a polygraph, so... So really, you, as a detective, you really start getting into understanding people's behaviors Correct. and what their tendencies are and all that yeah. good stuff. I like the interviewing techniques. Uh, I was on a major case squad for 20 years. Yeah. Got to see a lot of interesting things. So. Yeah. Anything that you wish you hadn't seen? Oh, a lot. Times. A lot. Yeah. yeah. So you spent... Quite a bit of your your time with Baldwin in the Detective Bureau. In Correct. fact, I can remember times. Did you always have the goatee? You didn't always have the goatee, no, we did you? We weren't allowed to have it. Okay, so I and can kind of. I wasn't always gray. Yeah, well, I get it, <laughs> but I can remember there'd be times that, that we would need to cross paths um, because maybe a situation came up with a student and and uh, in the community, and then. You and I'm trying to think who the other detective was. Uh, Henry Shamel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Detective Shamel. So the two of you, I can remember coming in once in a while, sure, um, checking in with us, but really didn't know you very well. I mean, your daughter came through, and I still didn't really know you. 
My son came through. Well, but that, and I mean, how old is he? Uh, he'll be 28 tomorrow. Yeah, so 28. So he is one of those kids that was through when I was first getting in here, basically, because this is 17 years. So he was about 12 when I started, yeah. right? Um, or so. So he was one of my first groups. So, and that's quite a span between him and your your nine years. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know what we're thinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but. Yeah, but here here you got one of each, you know. Yeah. So that's yeah, a good I'm thing. I'm blessed right? with the kids. So. Yeah. And so um, your son also got into the military. He's stationed out in San Diego in the uh, Navy. Yeah, uh, went Navy too. Yeah, he's on, I think, a six-year. Okay. So, Like, what is his uh, specialty? What's he work he's in? He's aviation ordnance. He okay. works on the flight decks. Oh, that's cool. On helicopters. Top gun. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he really enjoys it. Yeah, that's cool. And so I'm um, getting back to you for just a second. 21 years doing Detective Bureau, and then... Um, how did we get to where we are right now? I mean, what, what ended up happening with that? I went back out on the street, mm -hmm. uh, spent some time out there and then... Were you, are you, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but were you guys, are you guys kind of asked, hey, this is the new assignment, that kind of thing, or do you, can well, you, there was you a, can go both you know, ways SRO, with asking for it? school resource officer yep. position yep. came up and I put in for it and, uh, cause I wanted to give back to the school that mm -hmm. you know my kids went to my mm -hmm. wife actually went here yeah many many years back when ago. we were I spartans i won't tell her what <laughs> give her age away but. well so she was a spartan too so so basically you went from being a tech detective then then out on the street and then coming into being an sro yes sir so how was the shift what was I, different about it i really it wasn't hard for me at all yeah you know yeah. i had a I guess the public speaking. Yeah, well, as you know. well, you because I think when when I first started talking to you about it, you felt like it was a pressure that you're going to be up in front of people all the time, and sure. I, and that's not at all what I was trying to say. I sometimes don't articulate exactly what I need for you to hear, but but really, it is about being um, someone who's going to be a connection to the and a conduit to the community. Right. You know, so and you see how that works now. Yeah, I mean, I, I really enjoy being around the kids. And, yeah. Yeah, it's been a rough uh, couple months here, right? It has. I feel like I need a do-over. Well, I think we all just need to have... 2020 needs to just go yeah, the yeah. wayside and let's move forward, right? Um, but now we got kids in the building, so how are you feeling? It's it's good. Yeah. We're out directing traffic. Uh, we're, we're, we're trying to get traffic <laughs> under control and a lot of time in the cafeteria yeah well we got six lunch shifts now which yeah. is outrageous but it's crazy to see how thinned out it is when we don't have the whole student population yeah, it's, here. A, it's a lot quieter right now and so we kind of thinned it out once by just having kids decide whether or not they were going to stay home or uh, come to school and then we thinned it out again by having six lunch shifts instead of three so um, it's pretty it's a lot quieter in our lunch shifts it seems to be working out really seems well, to be okay too. so far right so um, let's talk about some of your hobbies. How long have you been really doing the, the smoking of the meats and the uh, just barbecuing and stuff? Because you do quite a bit of that. Yeah, I've been uh, probably ever since I got out of the Navy, I started doing it. I uh, did a couple benefits for one of our officers. Uh, just something I really like doing. Yeah. I played so softball for 30 years and uh, got older and had to quit doing that. Yeah. So. 
But so um, doing the benefits, though, that's that's feeding for large groups. I mean, that's not just a small little thing. Yeah, and I, like, had, I had business owners that okay. helped out. Kind of figured out how to yeah. do that stuff. Yeah. Because you you guys and, and the rest of the office staff, whoever may have helped you, um, pulled off a barbecue here for our, our staff not too long ago, and it was pretty cool to see how well-oiled of a machine it was. Yeah, you I guys could, had it down. And I couldn't have done it without, without all the teacher mm-hmm. the. Well, you see how everybody really appreciates something like that, though. I mean, It seemed to kind of ease everybody for at least the day. Well, because, you know, every week has been tough. I mean, every day is not easy, and I feel like we've been able to kind of give a, a couple of little markers along the way, and I really appreciate because you got a lot of all that stuff donated for the most part. I do. And and so when you go to somebody, though, a uh, business owner, you know, is it is it because you're wearing your badge a lot of times? They're like, yeah, we can help you out, or do you think that people just really want to be community partners and, think, and help things out? I think they just want to be community partners, uh, I got good relationships with a lot of them yeah. over, since I've you know I've been a resident in Baldwin yeah. for thirty years. Because so. you did the benefit was that the one you were talking about that you did at the Wolf or you've done we more did a than one at the Wolf you know and Clancy's has helped out yeah. with the meats and just everybody yeah get I've gotten donations for various things, yeah. So. You find yourself doing some um, odd tasks uh, around the neighborhood, too, helping out with uh, uh, power washing people's yeah, houses and stuff, to, or what? Uh, I don't know. How, how do you get into happened. that? I just overheard. S- step into it, I huh? I heard somebody talking <laughs> that their husband couldn't get on a ladder, so yeah. I told her. I'd I can help you. And then a couple neighbors saw me doing it. <laughs> I need it done. And that, that's how I got started. And you think you're still 20, too, don't yeah, you? Yeah, but. Getting up and down the ladder nope. at our time, so the I other day, me. the other day I was up on a, uh, an extension ladder and and I can't believe how much it took out of me later in the day. Like I was just up and down a couple times, yeah. but I was like so tired at the end of the day. We're not young anymore, no, Mike. We're not. We're, no. <laughs> you think you can handle it? Right. You want to be able to handle it, but. Well, listen, now that you um, have been in the building a little bit, um, how are you, um, what do you think is different or how do you look at things now that you're seeing kids that you know in a few years are going to be, you know, riding in their cars or or maybe... um, uh, you you have to pull them over for something, or you know that's going to happen. How do you see it different than than when you were just on the street or being a detective? Because now you're getting to see some kids way before they're going to present themselves in the community to the police. Maybe they, they do something that you know isn't going to be good, or maybe they just need to be straightened up a little bit. You know, what do you see now that's different than maybe what you saw before? Maybe there is no difference. Maybe maybe really. you see maybe you see it the same way. You just now have a different avenue in which to get to. Yeah, to people. and we've I've dealt with that a little bit um, when I go out in the street on a summer. I see some of these yeah. kids, and I've had to deal with them, and I try to steer them in the right direction. Yeah, um, I try to be more understanding. Yeah, I want them to think of me as not. A, a policeman of right. authority, but right. I want, you know, to get respect from them, but right. I also want to help them out any way I can. Working for Baldwin, um, 
how do you feel the community views you guys? I, I mean, from my perspective, and I've been here quite a bit now, um, not as long as you were detective, but um, I've always felt like the community has always really had the back of the police department, the fire department, Metro West, um, uh, just really appreciate the job you guys do. Do you feel that? Yeah, the community, you know, when I'm out in a patrol car, um, somebody will roll down their window and say thank you, and, you know, we appreciate all you do. Yeah. And, yeah, the community's been great for our yeah. department. Um, we get letters, cards all the time still, so. Yeah. And then you've done quite a bit of travel during these first few months because you've been doing a lot of delivering. Um, but talk a little bit about what that experience has been like because I don't know how often you're actually driving yourself, if you're going with someone else, or, or what that what that looks like or feels like. A lot of times I was driving by myself, and uh, it was good seeing the kids, seeing mm -hmm. the families. They seem uh, you know, appreciative that I, I brought homework or yep. books to them. Uh, they all seem really excited about going back to school. Yeah. So. You feel like, for the most part, when, when people see you, uh, they're excited to see you? Or do you think, like, uh-oh? <laughs> I've had several parents that were just frightened. Yeah. Right off which... the bat because they saw me. They were afraid something happened yeah. to somebody. So yeah. I just apologize. Yeah, well, and, and that's all you can do. I mean, the, the, the hard part is, I think, you know, we, we put on these different characterizations of, of who people are, whether whether they're a police officer or a firefighter or a teacher or whatever. And you and I talked a little bit about this this morning. You know, I think people don't realize the commitment that people have in the professions such as police. I mean, people don't get into it for the money, that's for sure, right? Right. I mean, isn't that that's the same thing they say about education? Yes, sure. You don't get into it to become rich, right? You do it for the love of people and for community, I think, and for just trying to uh, make a better society, right? And I appreciate the job that you guys do on a regular basis. I really appreciate when I'm able to see a lot of you guys together. And when I see, um, like, <clears throat> when we had the situation happen not too long ago, um, where we had the, the shooting right down the street over the summer, right? You guys lost somebody, um, f you know, in the line of duty in the sense that they can no longer serve as a police right. officer. You know, was that one of the first times that you've had to go through something like that? Or had you had to do that at other times I've through had to your do career? That other times. Yeah. And I don't think people realize just what kind of toll that takes on a person in the profession, you know? I'm sure you guys all have to kind of re-examine and reflect on what it is you're doing. And you have to dis determine whether or not it's something that you want to continue to... I mean, you're putting your life on the line every time you step inside your suit, basically. Yeah. You guys get in a car. It could be an easy traffic stop, which is exactly what that was down the street, right? Right. And look what it turned into. Right. So I hope people realize that, um, you know, police officers are here to protect and serve. Um, I think I think sometimes we, we get on a, a bandwagon about what we believe it should be or whatever. But for the most part, when you look at police officers, especially when I look at the Bowen PD, I feel like every single person I've ever met is in it for the right reasons and just wants to do right by, by the badge and what you guys are, are there for. So I really appreciate the job you guys do on a regular basis. So as you continue down this path of being an SRO, You've been able to go and see other buildings and see what other places are like. Um, you've also gotten to uh, 
welcome the new kids or the kids back to the elementaries. How was that? Cause it was you got a good to, experience. Yeah. It was fun watching all the little ones get off the bus. Yeah. Their backpacks were so heavy. Yeah. They could barely, it's, they needed help. Yeah. Yeah. Down the stairs, but. Do you think um, you could do an elementary or in high school, or do you feel like you're you're in a good spot at middle school? Um, I love in terms middle of, school. Yeah. I, uh, I would love to do uh, elementary. Would be fun. Yeah. Too. Uh, you think so you'd have some fun? With, no. I, I, too know, much attitude, huh? <laughs> there was a chance we were going to get Marquette. Yeah, my daughter was there, and she's like, "You better yeah, never she ever." Did not want me to be a resource officer there. So. Yeah, yeah, our kids are fun, aren't they? They are. <laughs> yes. See, I just forced my kids to come here and be their principal and their dad. So, and they survived. Emily would have been able to survive as well. Oh yeah, she would. Have. Hey, so she's gonna be graduating soon. She graduates. Can you believe this year? it? It's hard to believe. Are you ready for this? And then we're gonna be empty nesters. Are you ready for that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's kind of cool, right? Does Emily talk about where she wants to go or yeah, what she wants to do? We're, we're looking at colleges right yeah. now. She's not sure what she wants to do. Yeah. I think it all becomes real when they turn the corner into the spring, when, when January right. hits. Yeah. I think they all have to recognize, uh-oh, it's time to really get yeah. serious about this now, right? Has she had a pretty good experience up at Marquette? Great experience. Yeah. And is that where that's where your son went to, right? Yeah. Okay. He went there. My daughter was a cheerleader. Uh, just a social butterfly. Yeah. So. Um, how long has your son been out in San Diego? Six years. Six years. So um, when he graduated high school, did he? Did he, he wasn't sure what he wanted yeah. to do if he wanted to go to college. So he waited a couple of years and okay. decided he was going to join the military. Okay. And Navy was the the way to go. Yeah. Did his he do that? His grandfather was in the Navy. Oh, okay, the so Navy, it's a... So I kind of... He knew what to expect. Yeah. So is that your dad? Or was that... Uh, my dad's grandfather. Or my oh. dad's dad. I'm okay, sorry. so your grandfather. Yeah. Okay. So you got the so whole lineage of Navy guys, yes. huh? So when did your grandfather serve? In... World War Two. Really? Yeah. His and... ship actually got kamikaze. Really? Yeah. So where was he when all that took place? Pacific yeah. Ocean. Yeah. And most of them got rescued, though. There were a few. That so that would have been after Pearl Harbor, or? Yeah, it was during World War II. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. I can't remember the exact year. And he's and when you say that, his his ship got attacked. There yes. were probably some, some deaths, but he yes. survived. Yes. And, oh, jeez. See, I think we don't realize just how much people have gone through in order to protect the freedoms right. that we take for granted, you know? Um, were you able to talk to your granddad about that kind of stuff? Oh, all the, yeah, all the time. Oh, and he, That's he, kind of what was he Was in. he into talking about it? Oh, yeah. Because some of us, I he know... He showed gold pictures. Yeah. So, and he, is he, he's no longer with us, no. I'm guessing. Okay. When did he pass, you remember? Uh, he passed probably... 10, 12 years ago. Yeah, because yeah, we don't have a whole lot of World War II guys no. around anymore. My grandma's still alive. She's, really? She's well, yeah, going to be 100. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but nobody can go see her because uh, oh. everything's Is, is she here alive. in town, though? She's here in town, okay. but she you know, doesn't really know who anybody yeah. is anymore. Yeah. So. And so, th that is that your dad's parents? Yes. Okay. 
All right. And in, and your dad, is he still with us? Yes. Okay. And does he live here in St. Louis? Tennessee. Tennessee. Okay. And then mom lives here? Yes. All right. And Manchester. Oh, okay. All right, cool. And then do you, you have a brother, right? I do have a brother. Okay. Younger brother? Older brother. Four years older. Yeah. It's great having an older brother, isn't it? Oh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> right? Isn't it some fun? All right. Well, listen, um, you know, I really just wanted to check in with you. That's all I wanted to do. Um, I'm not going to keep you any longer because I know this makes your skin crawl all oh, over the place. Okay. <laughs> I got to get prepared for this traffic. He, he's, he's worried. He's looking at his clock. And, and right now we're, we're just about almost two o'clock in the afternoon, which means our parents are going to start lining up yeah. and figuring out where they want to go with uh, the traffic I, flow. I just want to tell you guys, I really appreciate the salvage staff for how they've welcomed me too. Well, you know, you, you're an easy one to like. I mean, you don't you don't uh, say a whole lot, but when you do, it really means a lot. Um, I, I really appreciate the fact that um, uh, you and I had quite a talk because you were worried. I mean, you, you were worried about the fact that I told you that things were, you're going to have to get up and talk in front of people, yeah. and you really were definitely afraid of that. And I never. And, and I get up, it. Growing up, I yeah. I did speeches yeah, in yeah. middle school yeah. for elections and stuff. Yeah. I had no problem, and then I don't know. And, and I'll tell you what, you came in like after the day or two after. I don't even remember. It was but like the it, day, but, that day. Well, there weren't even kids there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, I don't know if I could do this. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Don't take me the wrong way here because I didn't want to lose you because I knew you're going to do a good job and I really have appreciated the job you've done. I feel like each of the SROs that we've been able to have has brought an, a, a talent to the to the position and uh, looked at things differently than than the person before and and made it their own and that's what you guys continue to do and I just really appreciate it. I still love the idea of being able to have an SRO in the position for a long period of time because I feel like you really start to embed yourself in not only the real community of Baldwin but also the school community which then lends itself to continuously growing um, those connections and so I always fight to try and keep you guys as long as I can because I, I just feel like it's so important. I don't yeah, like I, you know I enjoy going to Marquette sporting events yeah, and yeah. things like that. It's funny because our kids will be up at a sporting event and I'll be in plain clothes and they'll be like, I know him, but I, I don't know him. I don't know him so. <laughs> well, I do appreciate the job that you've done and, and uh, look forward to um, seeing what the next semester is going to bring for us these next few days. It's been nice to have the kids back and uh, always feel protected uh, and, and safe around you and, and the guys. So I appreciate you guys doing what you can to make sure we're doing what we need to be doing to keep everybody safe here in the building as well. And uh, just look forward to see what the days ahead uh, have to bring. So thanks for being on, Mike. Thank you for having me. All right, Mike's off. Join us in the weeks to come as we learn and grow together.